Hey friends, welcome to Living the KG Life, a pixie dust-filled podcast. We have the most special episode for you today. It is a two-part bonus episode with my niece Josie and my nephew Sam talking all about our most recent trip to Walt Disney World from the kids' perspective. So stick around, it's going to be great. All right, everyone, we have a really special guest on today's podcast episode. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us who you are and how old you are. Hi, I'm Josie Baptista. <laughs> I'm nine years old. Nine years old. She is going to be talking all about our most recent Disney trip, and she's going to give the kind of kids perspective. Sound good, Jose? Sure. <laughs> all right, so let's start with overall how was our Disney trip? Good. Good. What was your favorite part of the trip? I think the rides. The rides? Okay, which rides were your favorite? I like Space Mountain and Rock and Roller Coaster. Space Mountain and Rock and Roller Coaster. Now, for everybody listening, this was Josie's first time on Space Mountain, first time on Rock and Roller Coaster, first time on Expedition Everest. She crushed the big roller coasters. Now, what Best was it? Everest. Everest. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to Everest. <laughs> now, what about Space Mountain and Rock and Roller Coaster? Why were they your favorite? Space Mountain. I don't know why I like Space Mountain. The optical illusions are fun. So if you haven't been on Space Mountain, it's dark. Yeah, it but looks, you can still see. Yeah, you can still kind of see. It's got, it looks kind of like like kind of like you're in space. And then what about Rock and Roller Coaster? What was it about that that you really liked? I like when you're like walking in and, and you could like see the people going like it stop and they go three, two, one, and then it <laughs> zoom. When you went upside down, it took a while to process, why did I like this ride? Yeah. <laughs> I just went upside down. And that was also in the dark, and there was a lot there, too. And now, you couldn't see anything. You couldn't see stars. You could just see nothing. Remember the like the road signs and stuff mm -hmm. like that? Because it's kind of like you're in the limo. When we were waiting in line, and you could see the roller coaster doing the three, two, one, and it shoots off. Did it make you more excited to go on the ride? Did it make it more scary to go on the ride? It reminded me of Slinky Dog for some reason because okay. it, like, it stops, goes back, and mm -hmm. zooms. But Slinky Dog is obviously not as fast. Yep. But I just thought just close your eyes and it's basically a Tower Terror. Yeah. <laughs> close your eyes and just go with it. Now, when we got off the ride, we said, Josie, how was it? And what was your response? Working process. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work in progress. You're processing it, trying to come to the conclusion of how you felt. But by the end of the day, you said it was your favorite ride. Yeah. What was it about the ride that was your favorite? I don't know. I just like roller coasters. I don't like going backwards. Yeah, backwards so I like that is you're tough. Going, I like that you're going like forwards the whole time. Mm -hmm. But when you're going upside down, it's kind of like you're going backwards, but it's like fine because like, it feels like you're fine. Yeah. I'm just hold on for my life. Like <laughs> you Just hold on for dear life. What other rides did you like besides the roller coasters? Peter Pan was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan's always a big hit. What about Rise of the Resistance? That was fun. I liked the drop. Yep. I always thought that there'd be a jump scare at some point. Like, you'd mm -hmm. just come out of nowhere and you'd be like... We survived. No jump scares. But the drop wasn't too bad because you've done yeah. Tower of Terror before. So yeah. you were like, Psh, no big deal. Like, you know when it's going to happen on Tower of Terror. But, like, the only reason I screamed on this one is because, like, if something, like, happens like you just drop randomly, I'll have a little scream or a little... Yep, a little eek. A little squeak. <laughs> now, what about the parks? Which one was your favorite? I usually like Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. What do you love about Magic Kingdom? It has all the roller coasters that I really like, like Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. I like the fact that Sam went on the roller coasters. <gasps> that was exciting. Yep, Sam, this was also a big trip for Sam, uh, which you'll hear from Sam in a little bit too. Spoiler alert. We'll hear about his uh, experience on the roller coasters too. And we really hyped him up, right? We were like, you can do it. No, I was not hyping him up. You were. I was yeah. just telling him it's the same thing. He was like... <laughs> You gotta, you gotta sometimes with the little, the littler kids, if it's like their first time on the ride, you gotta really hype them up and tell them like, you can do it. It's gonna be so fun. You're gonna love it. You can do it. <laughs> now let's talk about food. Love a good snack. What was the food experience like for you on this trip? What There's, did you like? How about the restaurants? Which ones? The were restaurants your were good. Okay. Um, 
the fifties place was good. I, the chicken nuggets there were good. The chicken nuggets. The were waiter good. there was awesome. Yep, the server there was awesome. Mm-hmm. I had to eat all my vegetables because I felt ashamed if I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. At fifties prime time, they take you back into the fifties if you haven't been there before, and you know you can't have your elbows on the table. You have to. That was hard for me. I was like, <laughs> Yep, that's a tough one. And then you have to make sure you eat all your vegetables. You have to say please and thank you. You are all very polite children, which is good. Yeah, but my voice is still like shaking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you were sitting pretty close to where where Julia, our server, kept coming over to mm-hmm. too. So she was like ready and watching, paying attention to everything you were doing. She gave you responsibilities because you were the oldest, right? You got to set the table. That was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> all I do is just put the forks out. Yeah. Now, what about some other? Were there any snacks that you had at the trip that you really liked? The ice cream there was good. It tastes like regular ice cream, but I don't know why. It just felt better than Wilmington, Massachusetts ice cream. Yep. <laughs> the pizza there at the boardwalk, that was good. Oh, the pizza from the boardwalk was good. What else did we have that you really liked? What hamburger did I have again? I oh, the hamburger. That was from the Regal Eagle in Epcot. That was good. That was good. I actually, me and Gigi went back that afternoon and we got the same thing because you said it was so good mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Now, this trip, another thing that we did that was new was we got some pins for the first time. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was good. So we got your first pin lanyard. Mm-hmm. And what pins did you get? I made a collection of stitch pins and mm-hmm. Disney character pins. And yep. I also had a rainbow collection of pins. So I have a, a rainbow stitch. And I just put it in the stitch column next to my rainbow Mickey. And the rainbow Mickey is also a part of the Disney collection. So is that what you're going to try to collect for? You're going to do like a stitch collection, a rainbow collection, characters. Are those going to be kind of like your main collections you'll try to go through? Yeah, I think I'm going to need more than one lanyard. I've seen people with like 10 lanyards and I'm just like, who needs more than one lanyard? Yeah, (laughs) and now you know because now you know how how quickly they fill up. (laughs) What we also talked about was pin trading. Did you do any pin trading when we were down there? Not with actual people because I'd probably be like just trying to talk to them. Would you like to trade? So we went into, was it Memento Memoria, I think is the name of the store, right near Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion. Yeah. And they had like that little pin trading room. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell everybody how that pin trading happened? That was good. I chose 20 and 15. I didn't really like 20. Yep. And then 15, I liked it. But then I traded that off. You traded so. that one too? Mm-hmm. So now I when, think, I don't know. when Josie's talking about 15 and 20, so at some of the pin trading spots they have these boxes and it's a mystery pin and you pick a number and you open the box and then if you see the pin and you want to take it you can trade Mm -hmm. or like I think Sam was like no I'm okay and then he put the pin back in the box and left it for somebody else so which ones did you end up trading when I lost my avocado one on the Everest one that was a tragic experience for me (laughs) I traded the avocado pasty for something else now do you think you'll be pin trading for a while Probably. I do think you'll start doing some more collecting. And mm-hmm. if you are not into pin trading, we're all kind of getting into the pin trading collecting world. And there are some pins that are limited release. There are some that are limited edition. So Josie, Sam, and I are kind of keeping our eyes out for those because those means that they're really special pins. And if you do want to trade and you want to trade a limited edition pin, you'll likely get something either really good. But what we also talked about was that you don't have to trade right? So yeah. you might see something and say, you know, I don't really want to trade that one. And that's okay. So I think that's a great way to think about pin trading is you're not forced or you don't have to trade if you don't want to. So how about when we went to Animal Kingdom, we also did something kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We did the Wilderness Explorer, like little scavenger hunt that they had. Yeah. Did you like that? I wasn't a big fan. I just okay. didn't like the fact that all, all you would get is a badge. Yep. And the little stickers. A, if it was a pin, I would have been like, yeah. Oh, so if it was a pin, it would have been cool. But the fact that it was just a sticker was kind of yeah. like, eh. Sam was really into the Wilderness Explorer book. Mm-hmm. So, and if you haven't done those yet, I think we talked about that on an episode, uh, I believe, with Pat Souza. And it's a free book you can pick up at the headquarters as soon as you walk into Animal Kingdom. And you basically walk around the park and they have all of these different spots that you can stop at. You'll see the Wilderness Explorer like logo and you stop there and then you learn something about an animal and then you earn the badge, you put the sticker in the book. When I wasn't there, Sam would get more because I'm really competitive when it comes to Sam, probably because he's my brother. Yeah. And You two um, are definitely very competitive about all the things. 
Would you recommend pin trading for kids your age? Depends on the kid. If they're more of a okay. sticker person, they'd probably like find some sticker thing. If they like pins, but they don't want to trade, they could just collect have a pin collection. If they want to mm-hmm. trade, but they have a bunch that they like, they can just they can buy one that I'm not they're not a big fan of. Yeah. But someone else might like, so they can trade that. Yep. And what about those mystery packs? We got some of those too, where it's like a blind pack or a mystery pack. And you buy them, you know the collection, but you don't necessarily know what pins you're going to get. Did you like that? That was yeah. like a surprise? Well, I think I liked it because I got some of the best ones, like Minnie and Mickey. I would not oh, those, trade those. I'm way too attached. Those are so cute. Now, they're cute enough that I bought the pack for myself and started that collection. So mm-hmm. then now Josie and I can kind of like mm-hmm. check them out. And then what's nice is with the mystery packs, and if I get doubles or you get doubles... And the little cups that TT got. Oh, when, yeah. Remember when I saw the Olaf one, I was like, Olaf. So what Josie's talking about is another pack is a little like coffee cups, but they're themed like different characters. So Katie got that collection. So she's going to start doing those ones. Josie and I got the Wishables. They're like really cute little character like, ones. Kind of like more animated, more like little babies. I don't know how else to explain them. Like a baby and a puppy combined. Oh my gosh, a that's Mickey. a great description. <laughs> But it's not one of those, like, mean dogs that look mean in general. Like, those cute dogs, like Scooby, my dog. Yeah, like a cute little puppy. So, pin trading depends on the kid, is your opinion. Maybe try it, talk to the kids, Mm -hmm. see what they think, and then maybe go down that road if you want to. What about the Wilderness Explorer book? Would you recommend that for kids? Again, depends on the kid. If the kid's, like, not that big of stickers or not that big of an animal person or it's not that big of an nature and more wants pins, then you should do the pins. But if you're, like, Sam or someone like me who wants to learn more about nature, people like Sam want to learn something, then that's what they're going to do. I love it. Out of the four parks, which one would you say is your favorite? We said Magic Kingdom because you like the roller coasters. Hollywood Studios has good food. Mm-hmm. I like it, the fact that you're kind of like in Hollywood. Yep. What was your favorite thing at each park? My favorite one at Hollywood Studios is just like, it's really big. Mm-hmm. It's also, there's a lot of roller coasters, there's a lot of mini rides for the kids who don't want to go on big roller coasters. There's big roller coasters for the kids who want to go on big roller coasters. Yep. And then the food there is pretty good. Yep. I saw a bunch of ice cream. There. Yep. We got ice cream. Mm-hmm. We did, we ate at a uh, little quick service. I always forget the name of it right next to Rock and Roller Coaster. Food was yeah, delicious. Was and what about Animal Kingdom? What'd you like there? I like the Animal Safari. <laughs> safari is always good. What do you like about the Safari? I didn't like the elephant for no reason. Oh, you can say it. Tell everybody. what. Why did, Why was we, everybody we gasping at the elephant? going past it. Then all of a sudden we see it peeing. And I'm just like, nope. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Yep. And then I heard someone <laughs> behind me going, welcome to live television. Yep. The elephant was peeing and pooping. <laughs> What else did you like about Animal Kingdom? Um, I like the animals a lot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And there's lots to like walk around and mm. lots to see and do. It's very, very different vibe. But there's only one roller coaster and it depends on the person who would like Everest. The only reason I didn't like Everest is when you go backwards, it feels like you're going to throw up. And I was like, <laughs> and I didn't like the nauseous feeling. Yeah, that's... And it's in the dark when it goes backwards. So if you haven't mm-hmm. been on Expedition Everest yet, it's the big roller coaster in Animal Kingdom. But it's actually really fun. It just kind of makes you feel nauseous. Or because I kind of ate food before it. Yeah. I ate a bit of food. So it's probably that. We probably should have let it settle a little bit more before we went on it. Yeah, but minus the nauseous feeling, I like Everest. The only reason I didn't really want to go on it second time is I don't. I got scared on it. I, the yeah. loud noises for some kids, like you should probably wear like tight headphones because, yep. you know, they might fall off. Great pro tip right there. So for someone like Nate who loves roller coasters but doesn't like loud noises, mm-hmm. those headphones were great. Yeah. The Yeti was actually kind of funny. He was like, <laughs> I don't know why. I just found him funny. Well, that's good. So it wasn't scary. Mm-hmm. And then the shirts had like an adorable little Yeti. And then, then the picture, he's like terrifying. Yeah. Well, well, for some kids. Yeah, the merch was definitely a little bit of like a happier, cuter Yeti. Now, how about Epcot? We didn't spend a lot of time there, but we did go for a couple hours the last day before you guys left. What did you like about Epcot? It was pretty new because I didn't go at that place. The first time we were like near the fall, we did the turtle, talked 
to Turtle Guy. Yep, we did Turtle Talk with Crush. Yep. Crush. So that was pretty new. I wanted to get my friend something who likes friends. I don't know why he likes friends, but, but he, he does. does. Yep. So this was like your first time really going around the world showcase. And we saw the different countries. We went to France. We went, walked over by the new Remy's Ratatouille ride. Mm-hmm. I we, saw Olaf. Yep, you saw Olaf. He was kind of like hidden in like the little shrubbery, little bushes there. What did you think of just kind of like walking around and checking out all the different countries? That was pretty cool. I wanted to go to Ireland because they're famous for potatoes and I'm kind of the potato god, so. So, you know. Sadly, tragically, there's no potato. There's no Ireland. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) I don't hold a grudge. And then. Maybe next time I'll find some potato stuff. Who's the person we we talked to that you and Katie were like, wow. Oh, yeah. We ran into Cody T and Cam and Lex from the Lost Bros, Mm -hmm. which was so cool. They were so nice. And you told Cody T that you were the potato god. And he remembered. Mm -hmm. Because he commented on my Instagram and said, oh, my God, where's the potato god? Mm But I have a whole potato family. It's like my friends that kind of like made a potato family. I feel like Cody T would definitely be part of the potato fam. Mm-hmm. It's like more of like a family that I created, but mm-hmm. then I just add people like Pacific friends. So if you love potatoes, Josie's your girl. Was there anything that we did that you didn't like or anything that was maybe not ideal or not as much fun? How about any cons of the trip? The first part of the 50s thing, I was like, wait, what is this place? Yeah. The food there is awesome, though. Yep. And towards the beginning, everyone was like, oh. Yeah, so that's like probably this. a good tip to give some people that haven't been to the 50s primetime diner before. They do have a little bit of, like, a shtick, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're not necessarily mean. They're, but like they're pretending. Like, I found it kind of funny. Yeah, they're kind of funny. They're, like, very, not sarcastic. They're very direct. And, you know, you can't have your elbows on the table. And make sure sarcastic you say. Sarcastic is my that's right. Yep, that's right up Josie's alley. So, but it's good to know going into the restaurant, knowing that that's how it is. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, you'll have a great time. We had an incredible server, like you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Her name is Julia. Well, we'll talk about on when I do a recap episode of the trip, we'll talk all about primetime and Julia, and she was just fantastic. So, her name is going to be seared in my memory forever. She was awesome. So make sure that you look at the menu for the kids would be part of your tip, right? Mm-hmm. Make sure that your kids have good options. And if there's any kind of theme or anything that you need to be prepared for, make sure you do that too. Also, if your kid has a lot of allergies, I'd recommend like like there's limited options. And yeah. I don't think they have much for kids with allergies, but they might have a separate menu. So make sure, yeah, you got to make sure you check for the allergies. Make sure you check for an allergy-friendly list. And Disney's been pretty good about that. Especially lately, I feel like they've been having a lot more options for plant-based, gluten-free, allergy, dairy-free. They've been really stepping up their game in that sense. If there was one piece of advice that you could give parents listening from a kid's perspective about going to Disney, what would your advice be? Don't make them go on a ride just because their sibling wants to go on it. Like, okay. If you want to go on the ride, if it's a chill ride and like you feel like they should go on it just to take a break then have them go on. But if it's a ride like they really won't like, if it's like too intense, don't make them go on just because their siblings are going on. Like someone would need to stay with them. Yep. But if they really want to go on the ride, even though their siblings aren't going on, have someone to go with them because then they'll be disappointed that they couldn't go on. Yep. So finding a way to get the kids on the rides that want to go on, but don't make other kids go on if they don't feel comfortable or ready. Like There were some rides that we were like, Sam, do you think you can do it? And he was like, no, I'm not ready yet. If you're at the gates, some kids who's listening, just don't back out at the gates. What about character dining? When we go to a restaurant and they have the characters there, is that thumbs up from you, thumbs down from you? Or like a sideways? I think the characters should stay longer because some people want a picture. Mm-hmm. Some kids will get disappointed that they can't see a certain character. Yep. I think it should be five minutes if there's five characters. Okay. Have them go around for one minute, meet the kids, say hi, and then go to the next section. So you'd like to have a little bit more time with characters, at least. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes for Donald, because Donald. Because Donald's number one. Donald always likes to shake his tail feather. Oh, remember, he did like a half back bend. Oh my gosh, that Donald move was done, incredible. I probably could have done it better, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> I love it. So when you go back to school and your friends say, how was Disney? Already what did. What would you say? Oh, you already did? Okay. Oh, yeah. They were like... Oh, Josie, how was Florida? I mean, when I went to Disney, it was really fun. They're like, oh, my God, how, what, what was your favorite ride? And I said, Rocky Road Coaster. And they're like, oh, my God, you went on that? That was so fun when I went on that. That's also, I think, an important piece to talk about, though, right? It's okay if you don't like a ride. 
Yeah. Right? Like, you don't have to like everything, but you tried it. And in fact, you tried it twice. Now, one of the things to think about with Disney is it's a lot of walking. Mm -hmm. So talk to us. I say, talk to us about the kids' perspective of how much walking we do in a day at Disney. I have a a very weak ankle because I do cheerleading. I was in a lot of pain, so I had to go in the stroller. So did you like, as a kid, you like having the stroller as an option? Yeah. So that's good to think about. So we had Nate, Sam, and Josie. And mm-hmm. you guys at some point, all three were in the stroller yeah. at one point. I had to, I had to like <laughs> curl up turns. into a ball. Yeah. And we had our cooler in there. We had drinks and popcorn. We kind of like put a bunch of stuff in there too, which was I good. I was like hugging the cooler. I was like, just keep right. it cool. So the stroller was helpful though. Mm-hmm. If your ankle was bothering you, if you were tired, you could kind of take a little bit of a break. What else do parents need to know? Is it too much walking? Do you feel like you need to make sure you take breaks? I recommend taking breaks. Okay. And this is for Disney. Okay. Get more umbrellas, please. Get umbrellas. Okay. There's like sun everywhere. Not everyone likes the sun. That's actually a really great tip to grab an umbrella, not just for the rain, but for the shade. That's a great point. That's another reason it went in the stroller. And that's something to note about Disney in general is that in Animal Kingdom, for example, there's lots of shade because there's lots of trees and things like that. But Magic Kingdom doesn't have a lot of shade. Hollywood Studios doesn't have a lot of shade. And I love them a lot, but like bring an umbrella. I recommend that. Great. Yep. Now, we also had some time where mom and the boys and Gigi went and took a break and like me, you and Titi hung out and then we had me, you and your dad hung out for a little while. How was that having kind of like some separate Josie time? That was fun. So you liked having some like separate time just Mm -hmm. for you to kind of do what you want to do. We did Space Mountain. We got milkshakes. How was the milkshake? There was, it tasted like a cookie. That's because it was cookie flavored. Yeah. So it was a milkshake, thumbs up, thumbs down, good. or sideways. That was good. Oh, I wish I tried your milkshake. It was It was probably just a, regu- a regular chocolate milkshake. Yeah, it was a chocolate milkshake, but I tell everyone, if you go to Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland, and I believe it's called Auntie Gravity's Ice Cream, I think is what it's called. They have the best chocolate milkshake in there. So Josie got the seasonal one. It was like a Christmas cookie. Yeah. And it was good? Mm-hmm. It was two of my favorite things, milkshake and cookie combined. There you go. Perfect. As we wrap up this episode, overall, would you recommend going back to Disney? Yes, but don't go too often because it's expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once a year is actually pretty good because then you could like save up over the year and then go to Disney. There you and go. kids should save up for the stuff that they want to do so they should pay for it because so they can learn how to pay money. That's actually a great tip. Josie, you have been saving money mm-hmm. for your Disney trips. Yeah, for like three years. Yeah. So how did you save your money? How did you decide what to spend your money on that you brought? Talk to us about that. Parents spend the money on stuff that's for rides, food, yep. parent stuff. Yeah. So. And then so how did you decide what you wanted to spend your money on? When I got my pin lanyard, I wanted to sh- I said, Mom, can I spend $50 worth of pins? Yeah. Because that's all I really wanted. But I won stuffed animals, too. Dave and Harold. <laughs> yep, Dave and Harold. We'll have to share some pictures of Dave and Harold. Mm-hmm. The joy I felt when he said, pick any on this, on this row. And I told him to pin. Surprise me. Mm-hmm. And you got a hamster. Dave is the name of the new, the new family member. Mm-hmm. So you brought home two stuffed animals and a bunch of pins. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to saving money, kids you can get from the tooth fairy. It's really easy, birthday money and all that stuff. Yep. So, so I had extra. Yeah, a little extra. So that's a good tip, though. Buy stuff. Pick out some want. stuff that you really like, and whether it's you know a collection of pins or chat with your parents about what's important for you, that what you can bring home, what you can fit in your suitcase. Mm-hmm. That's another one that's good about pins is they're really small; they can fit in your bag mm-hmm. versus like a big giant stuffed animal. That's another great tip for parents, too. We had three kids in the group. So if everyone's going to bring home stuffed animals or clothes and different things, leave a little bit of room in your suitcase so that you can make sure you have enough room. Yeah. So if you got to pick, how often would you go back to Disney if we did a family trip? Once a year. But I think you should go every year because it's easier to save. Planning. They don't have to be excited for too long. And don't tell them like a, the day before, but don't tell them like a month before. Tell them like around five days before. So you you think five days is a good amount of time for a kid to know mm-hmm. that they're going, give them some time to plan, give them some time to prep. I just packed and let it. <laughs> I love it. All right, Jose, thanks for coming on the podcast. This You're was welcome. awesome. Any last minute tips, things that you want to share? And another tip is save money. Yep. So just... Have kids save their money. Okay. And yeah, it's probably it.
I love it. Well, will you come back on the podcast? Give us some more kid tips. Mm-hmm. Love it. Or even if I don't go to Disney, I could just talk about Disney. Yeah, I we can just come on and talk about Disney stuff. I just know Disney. <laughs> I love it. All right, thanks, Jos. All right, everyone. We are back for part two of our special guests on our episode, recapping our trip in December. Oh, you look so excited. So now, special guest, I would love for you to tell us who you are and how old you are. Hi, I'm Sam. My actual name's Samuel. Yep. And I'm and I'm from Vabatista. Some of my full names Samuel Waba Batista. Perfect. And how old are you? Six. Six my, years old. My birthday's in January twenty seventh. So you're in a couple weeks? And how old are you gonna be in a couple weeks? Seven. My goodness. And what grade are you in? First grade. First grade. And me and my brother share the same birthday since me and him were born the same day, and we're twins. You are a twin, and what's your twin's name? Nate. Nate. Or Nathan. Yep, Nathan, Nate for short. People like to call me Sam for short. People call you Sam for short, okay. Or Sammy. We've got Samuel. Yeah. Sam. Yes. Sammy. Actually, Sam, Sam is an... Samuel was my real name. Okay, that's true. My next street name. Oh, what's your street name? Sammy Buttons. <laughs> Sammy since, Buttons. Since I post my mom's buttons, <laughs> she says. <laughs> I took Sean, Sam Bob and Sam Bob Batista. I love it. So you got a few nicknames. Five nicknames. Yeah, that's a lot. So today, we are talking about our trip to Disney World. Yeah. And tell everybody listening who went on this trip. Kristen and... Her mom and my mom's mom, Betty, came. Okay, so we went with you. And then who else went on the trip? Um, my sister, Josie. My dad, Alan. Don't know how old he is. <laughs> my mom, Jen. Don't know how old she is. I think they probably would both be happy that we don't share their ages anyway. So that's good. And then Nate. Yeah. Now, first question right out of the gate is an easy one. How was the trip? Awesome. Everybody already knows that. So Disney World was great. And like we are in Massachusetts and we like two hours or a few hours free, I don't know, four, just to get to Florida. Yep. And how did we get there? A plane. We flew. Yep. Some some people who live in Florida like Katie. Yep. They um, just drive like every day. Yeah, like they can drive. Wouldn't that be so nice? Yeah. Whoever goes to Disney World or Disneyland, they probably go like, wow, this was the best trip ever. But they say that about every single trip. All of the trips you did was awesome. But this one was actually the best one ever. It was awesome. All of the trips I did was awesome. Fun fact that Star Wars Galaxy Ed um, opened in late 2019. How do you know that? I heard that in a Star Wars, it shows you about Star Wars Galaxy Edge. That is awesome. Now, tell everybody listening, Sam, what are you a big fan of in the Disney realm? Oh, I love Star Wars. Marvel, I love Marvel. Yep. What else do you love? Disney movies. Oh, yeah. National Geographic. Yep. National Geographic's pretty cool since it shows you about real things. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Pixar mm-hmm. and also Disney in general. So what is it about Star Wars? Because you're a huge Star Wars guy. If you guys could see his smile right now, it's so big. What is it about Star Wars that you love so much? I don't know. I just like it. Sometimes you can't explain like you like a movie like Star Wars or Marvel, but you can't, you just, I don't know how to answer that. Like you so- just feel it in your bones. You just love it so much. It's pretty cool. Every whenever you watch a movie and you like it, you find it's pretty cool. You love it. It's it's awesome. awesome. Let's hop in and talk about what were your favorite rides. Pinning nuts. All for <laughs> um Star Wars rides. Rise of Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. Your favorite. Millennium Falcon was all from day one. They were all awesome. Now, what did you like about Rise of the Resistance? 
it's cool. Like, you can go up, you have to stay kind of when there's a little drop. How did you think they did from the perspective of a Star Wars fan? Well, it took... How did the, they do? It took them four years to work on Rise of Resistance. Wow. Four years. Now, let's talk about the Droid Depot. Oh, that's How was that? Tell us everything. If you have a parent or somebody in your family that knows a lot about stars, you should go with them since there's like parts of droids from all types of different movies. Yeah, and what like, kind of droid did you make? RTD2, original RTD2. So you went with like the classic white, blue RTD2. R2D2. Love it. How was the Droid Depot itself? Did you like the environment, the vibe? It's like an assembly line, right? You pick the pieces and you put it together. Yeah. And then they turn them on and bring it to life. And you can pick um, a chip, a personality chip. There's only one bad guy and it's red. And which personality chips did you get for your R2-D2? I got blue. You got a blue one? Yeah. Awesome. So for this episode, we'll do how many Sammy Thumbs Ups do we get? Two. So Droid Depot gets two thumbs up. Also, why so resistant and Mullen Falcon? Both. Two. Two, Sammy, two thumbs up. Yeah. Love it. Yep. How about the food at Hollywood Studios? We yeah. ate at the 50s Primetime oh! Diner. How was that? Oh, that was awesome. Awesome. Oh, that was definitely two thumbs up. Definitely two thumbs up? What awesome. did you like about it? It was like... I never went to a restaurant that was like it was supposed to be in the fifties. My friend for Twilight Zone was on. Yep, something like the Twilight Zone was on. Might have been on one of the TVs. Yeah, since like stuff was disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how about Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway? We oh, did that too. How was that? Yeah, those two thumbs up. I went like after for um train that spot, and I'm like, I'm not going on that fin after what happened. Oh yeah, and the pre-show that was so cool. That was the first time I saw the pre-show. What's a pre-show? You know how sometimes you go on a ride and there's a little show that happens before you get on the ride? It's called the pre-show. That was so cool when the train exploded and then there was a hole in it for TV. So cool, right? I don't know. I still don't know how they did that. It's so cool. And there was steam everywhere. Yeah, it was awesome. So overall, Hollywood Studios between Galaxy's Edge, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, 50's Primetime Diner. How many Sammy thumbs up does it get? All of them, two thumbs up. Love it. So then the next day... We did Magic Kingdom. If I could do all of the um, mods I explained about Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. it would be a thousand thumbs up. A thousand thumbs up. Love for, it. And probably for the rest of the mods I loved after I got parts was two a thousand thumbs up with all of them mixed together. I love it. So many thumbs up. So the second park day, we did Magic Kingdom. I wish we did Magic Kingdom first, since like um the first day you said that all used to the hotel, used to the pool, and yep. and then you go to Magic Kingdom. That's like the vibe. Like yeah, it's all magic. Amen, it's, Sammy. It's like Amen. all you got to be if you are listening to this episode and you're about to go to Disney World, do Magic Kingdom first, since like it's. Lovely for what magic is in it. Exactly. It's right in the title. Name of the park. And like Mickey and Minnie always pop up like every single day. And since if you go at 50th anniversary, it would be much, much cooler since we went at 50th anniversary and we saw the gold ones. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tell everybody about what happened. We saw Mickey. What did you bring Mickey? Oh, yeah, for card. Yeah, for you brought the card. card. And what did you draw on the card? Um, him with a castle at for bat with fireworks, mm-hmm. um, the four lands, and then all of his pals and me. Yeah, and on the back it was so cute. It had uh, you know, Mickey and the pals, and then Sam was right on the bottom. Oh, yeah. And Mickey loved it. And it was also happy 50th anniversary and um inside and also Merry Christmas Mickey. Yep. If you're going with kids, like Sammy said, if you listen to this episode and you're going with kids, Mickey loves hand-drawn cards. Any of the characters that you meet love hand-drawn cards. All right, so Magic Kingdom was a big day for Sammy when it comes to rides because what did you do in Magic Kingdom? I did for roller toasters for the first time. Yep. If Uncle Tim, you probably didn't know. Um, Papa, you didn't probably already know. Kelly, you probably didn't know. So I went on Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yep. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes, and Barnstormer. 
you overcame some big fears but on this Splash trip. Splash Mountain was pretty good startup. I did Splash Mountain actually two times. And you were so brave. So would you recommend for kids your age, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain? You do Splash Mountain two times, and then you would get used to it. But everybody's sad. It's like when Walt Disney died. Um, they're taken <laughs> out. I think Walt would be very happy, though, that they're keeping things up to date, you know? Well, Walt did say about Disneyland, they would never finish with Disneyland. If imagination still exists. Sam, I'm so proud of you with these tips and facts and, and quotes. And they, he probably said yeah. it's going to last more. Exactly. More. It's going to be awesome. So, so what would you say out of all the rides that you did at Magic Kingdom? Overcame your fears. What two was thumbs your, up. All two thumbs up. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> or are they all your favorite? All of my favorite. They're all your favorite. Okay. So if I combine them all together, a thousand thumbs up. A thousand thumbs up. I love it. Okay, so we have talked so far about Hollywood Studios. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. No. And next, oh, <laughs> if, if you could see Sammy's face, he's so excited. I want to. So let's talk about which park? Mammal Kingdom. <laughs> let's talk about the Wilderness Explorer scavenger hunt. because you I'm have. Knew you were gonna say that. You knew I was gonna say you have the yeah. book and you're so excited. How much fun did you have doing that scavenger hunt? I had that was the best day of my life. <laughs> one of the things that for parents listening, one of the things that we had said was if we had known that this was gonna be such a hit, it's free on your way into Animal Kingdom. You stop at headquarters, you pick up your handbook. And wait, you don't need to bring a pencil. They give pencils with you. Yeah, pro tip, they give you the pencil so you don't need to bring one. Yeah. So now when it comes to the scavenger hunt, what was it that you loved the most about it? They teach you new facts. So basically what happens is you walk around the park, you find but, the Wilderness wait, wait, Explorer um, badges. So like you do this one, like handshake, is, handshake oh yeah. one. So the very first one was the Wilderness Explorer handshake. call. The Wilderness Explorer call badge. And you had to yep, do the hand. <laughs> you guys can't see on the podcast. But you had to do a kind of like handshake kind of thing and yeah. be inducted into the Wilderness Explorer group. And then we found the icons all around the parks, and, and you learned all these in facts and information. Um, and now some of the facts, because Sam loves nature and loves to learn new things, I used to. You knew some of these facts already. I, I used to love flamingos, yep. and I knew a fact about them. Why um, don't you tell everybody listening what was the fact that you shared about um, flamingos? For food, flamingos eat. They eat shrimp. Um, that how they get for color pink. Yeah, since shrimp are pink. And they eat um shrimp too much, they get pink. Yep. And shrimp are pink because of what they eat. So it's kind of like a whole leapfrog effect of like why these animals are pink. But you guys didn't know that. We also did facts on the safari, right? You had to spot certain animals. Animal Kingdom is all about animals. Yep. You go on for safari. You definitely win your book with it. Since on the eight plates, it says you need to subtle animals and then you get that badge. You also get badges. They teach you something and then they give you the badge. Wait. Heads up. Heads up. Tell us. Um, You should check on when all the stands close. Since, oh, yeah, that's a pro tip since that we, we did, did not know. Since we did one of the bug ones at, for, like, for afternoon, and they were not tailed. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good tip to try to know or ask the beginning at the headquarters what time the stations close. Because we missed the last one, and we missed getting back to headquarters by the time they were gone. So we had Sam took a picture in front of headquarters with his book, which and he's like, currently flipping through right now because he just loves it so like, much. We, really, I think we just didn't plan very well. So definitely, if well, you want to do the scavenger hunt, make sure you know, know what time it starts, what time it ends. And Sam had a good point earlier, too, is there is a map at the beginning of the book. Oh, yeah, there's a map. At for starting up a book, if you don't know where the badges are, some are hidden. If you can't find like 
the bat one, the bald one, and the tiger one. The um, the bald one has binoculars on them. That's because the in what is it called? The nature walk. The oh, in yep. the the in the nature walk. Like and it says the sign, and it says the wilderness explorer badges are here, and it shows you like if you wanna know if it's what thing you're looking for, it has lizards, I think tigers, and bats. And that's what shows them. Yep, so the key is you really want to look for that Wilderness Explorer icon, like that and badge icon, wait. and you'll be everywhere. And if you want to see for Komodo Dragon. Oh, the Komodo Dragon. There's yep. some people who go there, and like they're not Wilderness Explorer people, but they can tell you about like Komodo Dragons. They just know a lot about animals. Yeah. But now, what did you say earlier about the animals at Animal Kingdom? You should bring a camera, bring a lots of lots of film. Yep. Lots of film. Either bring a camera, like on your phone, that has lots of storage space, or, or if you want to go old school and bring like a Polaroid camera or something with film. Or like a lot of film for for parts, a lot yeah. for each park. Best place where you should bring your camera is Animal Kingdom. And how come? Does animals that you don't see every day. They're not modern-day animals. Yeah, you're going to want to take pictures of them. So Whether like, it's on the safari or the walking trails or the birds over by the Tree of Life. Oh, yeah. You're going to see some pretty awesome animals. Then there's Nile crocodiles at the safari. Lions. You Elephants, rhinos. You can't see those animals every single day. And then you could keep them forever, and then you would look back like, oh, I remember that trip. Yeah. Like, I remember when I saw those animals for the first time. It was cool. I saw them. Mind I, blown, right? I, I never saw them before. Like, there's a um tree on the flower called the upside down tree, and it looks like it's upside down since it looks like the roots are coming out, but it actually isn't. Yeah. And Sam knows all sorts of these cool facts because you also love National Geographic and you watch some of oh, that yeah. stuff on Disney Plus, right? National Geographic. Love it. All right, so overall, Animal Kingdom, Safari, the animals, the scavenger hunt. How many Sammy thumbs up do we get? If I could put all of them together, it would be a thousand and a hundred oh, more than any park I ever went to at Disney World. But there is one ride that we were going to do new, but they were doing something. But oh, yeah. Cali River Rapids was closed. We didn't get a chance to do that one yet. But so overall, animal was Animal Kingdom your favorite this time? Definitely. I always love Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. It's so cool. I love Since it. Since you don't see those animals every day. There you go, Not. people. You heard it here first from Sammy. Bring your cameras. Do the scavenger hunt. You don't see these animals every day. If you don't know, you can do um whatever you want with a book. Want to know why? Why? Since you keep it. Oh, you you can keep it. So you get to write on you it. You can put your it. stickers where you want. And if you get like a Mickey sticker, I did. So I put it right next to it for back. The wilderness explorer thing at the back. That's perfect. The other thing is you don't have to do the whole scavenger hunt in one trip. Yeah. You can bring the book back the next time you go. And that so for, I think that'll come back with us probably next trip too. And that for ending? You can sketch fins, draw fins. Yeah, so you were drawing some animals while we were on the safari, which is so cool. One of the badges I love. Do you have a favorite badge? I like this badge. It's like, which animal did you really want to see on the safari? I said an alligator and a crocodile. And there is one fin right next to it like this. Remember? What does that say? Oh, yeah, your travel card. So when you go on the safari, you can put the animal that you want to see, the name of your safari vehicle. If she didn't tell you this yet, there's a little map where um, you can see the badges, so if you don't know. And some are in the nature walks. Yep, in those nature trails. Yeah. So overall, would you recommend for kids like you to do the scavenger hunt at Animal Kingdom? Yes. It could be any age. I love it. It could be any age. So it's not just for kids. Adults can do it too. Yeah, since you guys went on Everest, me and my brother and my dad went on the nature track. And we um, got some badges. My dad said it was fun doing things with you. 
and we went on for um um Skyliners, and we got oh, yeah. to see for Eiffel Tower there. Yep, that was and that was your first Skyliner trip that, too. That was awesome for me. That was pretty much one of the best experience at Hollywood Studios. There you go, peeps. Take us cruising the skyline. And also, our hotel was so near um, the Epcot. Epcot, and so we could see the Epcot ball light up. Cool. And remember when we went back to the um, hotel, there was fireworks? Yep. So they say the boardwalk, so you could see it yeah. right from there, which was awesome. The boardwalk is, like, supposed to be all New Jersey, right? Oh, there's, like, a little carnival games. Yep. And for um, boardwalk, I also... We wind a stuffed animal there, remember? Yep, I think you each won a stuffed animal, right? All right, one of the last things I want to talk about, because I know you loved them, was... Pins? Pins. Let's talk about pins. So this is our first time. You got your first pin lanyard. We did some first pin trading, and you picked some collections. Talk to me about the pins. The pins. (laughs) They were so awesome. (laughs) How about, why don't you tell everybody, are there certain collections that you're getting? Did you do any pin trading while we were down there? Yes. That's a kingdom was for jackpot. That was a jackpot? Yeah. One of the cast members stopped us. He saw all your your lanyards and your pins and was like, you have to check out these stores. And he said, go to the gift shop near the haunted mansion. (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) And we went to that gift shop and we got to trade pins for the first time and i traded for a, a boba fett jack jetpack from the new boba fett so hey that's new that came out december 29th if you did not watch it yet watch it i didn't watch it yet sadly my dad did i watched it without you <gasps> All right, so Sam, we know you love the pins. Josie really likes the pins. Nate I love pins. pins. Nate loves the pins. TT loves pins. So what we think is going to be fun is now you guys have pin boards yeah. that we got you for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, oh, for new pins you got us. Tell them about the new pins that you got for Christmas. I got a limited edition holo present. It's um, with some chipmunk guy. Have a fun. Um, What's the other one you got? For Styliner Mickey. That was pop figure. Yep. And it was limited edition. And it was like the doors could open. So it's like, oh my. Mind blown. Now, Sam, so would you recommend for people of all ages to start collecting and trading? Any age. Even senior citizens can do it. (laughs) There you go, folks. You heard it here first. Even senior citizens. Pin trading is for everyone. All right, last few questions. So, Sammy, tell us, where did you love to eat on our trip? The most favorite was Animal Kingdom. Oh, Tusker House? Yeah. I just loved it. I loved it. Since it was your birthday. Yep, Um, it was my birthday. We got tons of cupcakes. We could get cupcakes since you wear your badge that you got at Disney World. and Yeah, wear my birthday pin all week because I I always say on the podcast, wear the buttons all week. Yep. The second was the 50s place. 50s Primetime Diner. And I told the um, waitress that was his diagnosis day with autism and yep. so we got to got new cups my brother got new pins and like it was awesome we got to have cupcakes there it yep. was awesome our server julia was amazing and what was your last or third favorite full pl- place so magic kingdom so where in magic kingdom was it chef mickey's in the contemporary yeah, chef mickey's okay and why was that your third favorite josie said that the characters didn't stay long enough that was what she thought. Me too. All right, so the top was Tusker House and Animal oh, Kingdom. Oh, but I did like her bacon there. Love it. For a quick recap, we have Tusker House and Animal Kingdom. Then we have 50s Primetime Diner at Hollywood Studios. We have Chef Mickey's at the Contemporary. Oh, yeah, there was also um, BB-8 and RTD2 Stolen Statue near, near the 50s. Yep, we saw some of those awesome golden statues. They were awesome. And then the last was the place of the boardwalk that had the awesome hot dogs and chicken tenders and fries. Okay, ready? Last couple things. We heard some pretty awesome jokes in Disney World. I think you should share some jokes with everybody listening. All right, ready? Sammy, hit us with the first joke. 
I hurt my knee from running today. Was it this knee? No, Disney. Ba-dum-bing. <laughs> okay, is BB hungry? No, uh, BB eight. Oh, ba-dum-bing. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here with... Mm. I know. Oh. Womp, womp. Now, there was something that you really wanted to do. You had some questions for me. Oh, yeah. Yep, Sammy's got some questions for me and the listeners. So tell us, Sammy, what are your questions? What can we answer for you? Kiki? Yes. If you took go on one ride for the rest of your life, what would you go on? What a tough question. Only one ride, not one ride in every park? Um, it can be one ride or one ride from every park. From every park, if I could only go on one ride. So at Hollywood Studios, I think it would be Rise of the Resistance would be my number one. Yeah. At Animal Kingdom, it would be... The Safari. Oh, it's tough. Between the Safari and Expedition Everest. I love Everest. I would do the Safari. The Safari. Okay. Okay, what's... And then at Epcot... (laughs) uh, Maybe Frozen Ever After? The Frozen Ride? Nah. I haven't done it before, but I don't really love the rides at Epcot, so I feel like maybe I would go with that one. There we go. Sammy, here's our last question. If you had to give parents one piece of advice in taking kids to Disney World, what would be your advice? Go to every park. You should do Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, then Animal Kingdom, then Epcot, and then leave at night. So your your kids were to look, wow, you brought us all to the, all of the places. And go to all the um, rides that your kids want to go on and maybe some new rides. And for f- first day, get used to your hotel, get used to your pool, get used to your water slide, get used to where you're going to be staying at, and then go to the park for next day. And that includes six days at you um at your stay. Perfect. For more tips on going to Disney World, check out Sammy Baptista. And also on a camera and maybe a um rain pot show. And a rain pot or just in case it rains. <laughs> just in case. All right, Sam, thanks so much for coming on today. This was so Wait, fun. I'm huh? Nephew, if you didn't know right now. <laughs> and if you didn't watch a lot percent, it's awesome. And if you didn't watch Hamilton, just watch it. Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, duh. Try new movies from Disney+. Plus. That's a good. Gr- another great tip. And some new shows, too. Try National Geographic. All right, Sammy, thanks for coming on. This was so fun. Will you come on again soon and talk with us about more Disney stuff? Yep. Amazing. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for hanging out today, everyone. I hope you loved our episode with Josie and Sam as much as I did. We had so much fun recording this episode, and I can't wait to have them on to share more of the kids' perspective in the future. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at livingthekglife and that you've subscribed to the podcast on your favorite streaming platform. We have new episodes out every Monday, so stick around. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs>